Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Welcome to your Vibrant Life Podcast. My name is Haley and my mission is to help busy, burnt out individuals increase their energy naturally and discover how good their bodies are designed to feel. If you're struggling with digestion, body image, or fatigue, you're in the right place. On this podcast, I will be providing you with the simple and effective strategies that me and my clients use to feel vibrant every day. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now let's get into today's episode. All right, friends, welcome back to your Vibrant Life podcast. I'm your host, Haley, and as always, I'm so excited to be here today. Excited and also feeling a little bit on edge. And that's not a typical state of being for me or feeling for me, but there are a lot of things to accomplish, and I like saying the word accomplished, in the next 24 hours or less because I'm actually flying down to Vancouver. So for those of you guys who don't know where I am in the world, I'm actually in the interior of BC in West Kelowna. And uh, tomorrow morning, I fly out of Kelowna down to Vancouver. And then Saturday morning, I fly to Cancun, Mexico, and then travel over to Playa del Carmen, where I will be staying for eight weeks. Now, when you're listening to this episode, I will already be in Mexico because I'm actually pre-recording a couple episodes before I get down there. I don't know what the Wi-Fi is going to be like. I don't know what my place is going to be like. And to be honest, I'm not going to have my full podcasting set up. So I'm going to bring my headphones, but I know that like packing my full like microphone and the tripod and everything for it, it's just really heavy. And because I'm only going for eight weeks, I have decided just to pack my laptop and that's it. So we'll see how it goes, but I know that my next couple podcast episodes after this one, the audio quality might not quite be there. Let's see how the brand new Mac does with audio in terms of recording a podcast, but I won't have my Shure microphone with me. Anyways, I'm feeling a little bit on the, I kind of think the compressed feeling, right? When you feel like there are so many things to check off of your list. And I know that a lot of people feel like that on an everyday basis. Now, one thing that I want to talk about today is confidence. And I feel that overburdening ourselves with to-do lists on a regular basis can really ultimately shatter our confidence. And I'm going to explain why that is. So I am not, you guys, by any means, the confidence queen. And if you know me well, you will know that. You'll know that I am my own worst critic, that I am constantly looking to improve and grow, and that, you know, I don't feel that I'm the best at anything. Now, I love what I do. I'm very passionate about health and fitness. I'm passionate about training. I'm passionate about nutrition. And that passion and curiosity allows me to acquire knowledge that gives me confidence in talking about health or fitness. But when it comes to my personal confidence, about myself in terms of my physique and what I see in the mirror, 
that's always been something that I have struggled with. And so for me to do a podcast on confidence, it feels a little bit funny because I don't think that I am the most confident person. But I went from someone who had zero confidence, who looked in the mirror and hated her reflection, who who struggled with her relationship with food. And a lot of that like boiled right back down to the negative self-talk and the lack of confidence, the lack of self-esteem that I was experiencing in my late teens and early 20s. And there were a lot of, you know, underlying belief systems there. And there were also a lot of compound effects and experiences that contributed to my lack of confidence and eating disorders. And I think honestly, a really big part of that was, and I haven't talked about this a lot on my podcast, was having surgery at a very young age. So I actually had a breast reduction when I was 17. And I remember going to the surgeon and telling him that, you know, I I didn't like the attention that I received and that I really wanted to be smaller so that I could play sports. And it was really, you know, uncomfortable. My back was sore. It was uncomfortable to run. To put that in perspective, I was around 120 pounds and my boobs were like an E-cup. Now I've had, I've actually had two reductions since then. My first reduction, I remember being disappointed because I was unhappy that he didn't take away as much as I wanted to. I really want to be like an A cup. I want to be small. And he argued with me and said that, you know, you're going to regret that when you're older. And I remember going back into his office a year later and being like, look, I'm not happy with the surgery and I want to have it like a revision done so that I'm happy with it. You know, I put my body under through this, all this stress and had these scars and it's not even what I wanted. And here's this 18 year old girl sitting in his office. And I remember him just looking at me and going, well, maybe if you want smaller boobs, you should just lose weight. And I wasn't like, I look back at photos of myself and honestly, I, at some moments I feel like angry towards this individual, but I've really worked through that anger and kind of come to this place of, you know, trying to understand his perspective. And he obviously works with a lot of people who have, you know, very lean physiques. And he thought that it was okay to tell an 18 year old who was a healthy body composition to lose weight. And I think I was probably around 125, maybe 130, I'm five foot seven. And I took his advice. He was the professional and I tried desperately to lose weight and it ended up in, you know, binge eating cycles and restricting my food. But it was really the shattering of my confidence in that moment when someone told me that basically you're fat. And from that moment forward, whenever I looked in the mirror, it was like, if you were just skinnier, you could have what you want. If you were just skinnier, then you would like your body. If you were skinnier, then you wouldn't have to hide your chest. And if you were skinnier, and so everything revolved around me being thinner. And it turned into this vicious cycle of me telling myself that, you know, I was going to lose weight. And then I would end up starving myself so long that I would overeat. And then that turned into a cycle of bulimia. But basically what I'm getting to here is that I am not the confidence queen. I have worked on re-establishing self-trust and I have worked on establishing positive self-talk and I have worked on my ability to see my own thoughts and to see where I'm cutting myself down to build my trust and confidence. Now, I keep saying the word trust and you might wonder why. And we're going to get to the whole like to-do list thing, feeling overwhelmed, I promise. I'm just kind of backtracking a little bit and giving you guys bit of a backstory about me first. Okay. So the word now, this word is a Latin word and I hope I don't butcher it, but it's fiducia and fiducia. It sounds kind of funny, but fiducia means trust. Okay. And so the word fiducia comes from the Latin word. Okay. Which had the meaning of confidence. So fiducia 
comes from the Latin word, I think it's fides or fides. I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce it, but it has the meaning of confidence or courage. Okay. So when I think about trust, I think about confidence. And I think that those two things are so strongly and powerfully interconnected and interrelated that they are truly inseparable. And so I think a lot of people look in the mirror and go, I want to feel confident. I just, if I lost a few pounds, I would feel confident. You know, if I lost that 20 pounds or I had that six pack or I had the biceps or I built those delts or I had the butt, you know, if I could see my abs, if I was more toned, if I was thinner, if I didn't have these thighs, I would feel confident. That's what we tell ourselves. And that's what I told myself for years was that when I'm thinner, I will be confident. And so I desperately tried to be thin, but it ended up in a very vicious cycle of negative eating behaviors and habits, anorexia, bulimia, and my gut health suffered severely from that. And for those of you guys, if this is your first episode on the podcast, you'll know that one of my greatest passions is gut health because of my history with that, not only with eating disorders, but also antibiotic overuse. But that's, again, another story. So today, I want to focus on this idea of confidence and trust. So if the word confidence comes from the meaning to trust, how can we learn to trust ourselves better? So this is the story or the analogy I kind of like to use. It's like, you know, the friend that tells you, yeah, I'm totally going to meet you at the gym in the morning, 5 a.m. I'll see you there. You show up at the gym with your gym bag and you're all ready to go and you don't see their vehicle in the parking lot. So you send them a quick text and you're like, hey, Susie, how's it going? 5 a.m. workout? No response. Text you at 7. Sorry, I hit snooze. I'll get you tomorrow. Let's grab a coffee, you know, tomorrow afternoon. And so then you're like, okay, cool. That sounds good. And then you're like, okay, text her the next day. You at the coffee shop and she no shows. Oh, I'm so sorry. I totally forgot. I just got really busy with the kids. Eventually, you stop trusting that person. You stop respecting that person and you stop relying on them or believing that they're going to show up for you. Well, guess what? That person is you. Every time you cancel on yourself, every time you tell yourself, you know, I'm going to wake up at five and go to the gym and you hit snooze, you've just broken your trust. Every time you say, I am going to eat healthy this week and your elbows deep in a bag of fucking potato chips on Friday. Damn it. I'll start over on Monday. You've just broken trust. Every time you tell yourself, I'm going to have a 7 p.m. curfew with my phone, get off my screen so I have a good night's sleep. And then it's 10 p.m. and you're scrolling social media in bed. Damn it. You've just broken your trust again. Do you guys see where I'm taking this? I am going to get 10,000 steps a day. And then you get home after work. Nah, I'm just, I'm just tired. So I'm just going to sit on the couch. This pattern of breaking trust over and over and over and over again degrades your confidence. Now, what happens when we don't feel confident? We don't believe in ourselves. We don't believe. Now, this is the key. This is the kicker. This is like a punch to the gut. When I realized this, I was like, wow, that makes so much sense. And this was like a self-realization that I had. I realized that every time I canceled on myself or told myself I was going to do something and I didn't follow through, that I was breaking a promise to myself and that I was degrading my trust. And I was breaking down my own confidence in my ability to show up for myself. That's what it is. That is where a lack of confidence comes from. You look in the mirror and you go, bitch, you're not going to show up for me today. Or bro, I know you're not going to show up for me. That is a lack of confidence. You know, inside, deep down inside, that you are capable of building the body of your dreams, of having the career of your dreams, of having a girlfriend of your dreams, having the life of your dreams. But the confidence in that is not there because 
you don't believe that you're going to follow through. You don't believe that you're going to take action and you don't believe that you're going to stick to your own promises. And that is where confidence gets destroyed. And so I don't think that confidence has anything to do with what you look like. I know some people who are extremely confident and it has nothing to do with their looks. They might be a few pounds overweight. To them, their body's healthy. They feel good. They feel confident because they know that they're going to show up in the way that matters for themselves. Now, is this something I've completely overcome? No. Do I still break promises to myself? Sometimes, yeah. But I try really hard not to because the more I follow through with something, the more likely I am to feel confident. And I know this because a lot of the things that I want to stick to, like maybe it's meeting my macros, getting my cardio in, getting out for my steps, making sure that I'm eating nutritious food. If I'm doing those things and following through with the things that I said I was going to do and I feel integral, I feel confident. And that is what matters. Now, why did I bring up the overwhelm and the to-do list? Let me tell you. Because now, if your to-do list is too long, if it is a laundry list of things to do every single day, and you are setting yourself unrealistic expectations for what you're going to accomplish, what's going to happen is you're not going to be able to do all the things you said you were going to do. And what is that going to happen? What is that going to create? Instability. You're not going to believe that you can do all the things that you want to do. You're not going to believe that you can accomplish everything that you want to. You're not going to believe that you're going to follow through with everything that you said you were going to. So the importance of realistic expectations for your days really boils down to your confidence and your self-efficacy, your self-trust, your self-worth, and ultimately your self-discipline. Because every time you break a promise, not only are you destroying your confidence, but you're also diminishing your self-discipline because you didn't follow through. And as soon as you don't follow through with something, what's the language that you use? Could be around, I'm lazy. I'm just not that motivated. I just don't have the time. I'm not very disciplined. I just can't follow through with things. And you start to negatively affirm beliefs to yourself. Now that negative affirmation gets stronger and stronger and stronger to the point where you start to reject anything positive. You start to reject the possibility that you can be competent or successful. And you attach to this negative feeling of not enough, lack of worse, not showing up, feeling like you're not going to follow through. And your language around that becomes so damn powerful that you actually believe that you're lazy, that you actually believe that you don't have good self-control, that you actually believe that you're unmotivated. But are those things true? No, they're not. They're stories you've told yourself because you have broken so many promises to yourself that you have ultimately tanked your self-confidence in the, in the shitter. So how do we fix that? Now, let me also just say here, you guys, that I'm talking about like the mental emotional aspect of this, but that's very strongly tied to your emotions. And your emotions are very strongly tied to your hormones. And so we could have an entirely other, a whole other conversation, another trajectory on confidence and like dopamine and progesterone and testosterone and serotonin and estrogen. And that would be a super fun conversation. And I would absolutely love to do that one day. Like, how can we optimize our hormones for mood balance and for concentration and focus and drive? I think that we can do that and we can, you know, optimize that. But at the end of the day, I think that the most important place to start is rebuilding your self-trust. And over time, the work that you put in to do that going to the gym, going to bed early, eating the right foods, those things are going to optimize your hormones. And it is going to be the snowball effect with the small habits that you're taking and making 
are going to build the balance or create the balance and the optimal hormone profile for you to continue those habits. Does that make sense? We have to break the cycle somewhere. And I think that small daily habits are the way to do that. So one thing I have my clients do every single day is their daily routine. And it sounds so mundane and silly, but it is the most powerful thing I've implemented in my entire life. And it's so simple. It's five minutes of meditation, five minutes of journaling, and you can write down self-affirmations, to-do lists, whatever it is for yourself for that day, and then five minutes of gratitude. That's it. But it's one thing that you do for 15 minutes every day. And if you can stick to that one thing, that builds trust. You show up for yourself in a small way. And that snowball effect is going to roll into the rest of your day. Now you show up for yourself first thing when you roll out of bed. So now you're going to show up for yourself at breakfast and you're going to show up for yourself on your coffee break and you're going to show up for yourself at lunch and go for a walk because that tiny little action in the morning is going to have a massive compound effect. There's one more tip that I have. And I think the first tip for becoming confident is following through. So how are you going to follow through? Like if you, you know, it's like optimize your time. Time management is huge. So we need to optimize our time. We need to take a look at our daily to-do list and get rid of the things that are not important. Get rid of the shit that you're not actually going to follow through with because saying you're going to do it and then not actually doing it is pointless. Make sure that the goals that you have set for yourself are realistic and attainable so that you can actually achieve them and feel accomplished like you are able to take that next step. So setting small goals, and I call these process goals. We have the outcome goals. I want to lose 20 pounds. And then we have our process goals. I'm going to walk 10,000 steps a day. I'm going to drink three liters of water. I'm going to get seven hours of sleep. Those are your process goals. Focus on the process goals, because once you start stacking those, you'll have a greater belief in your ability to achieve the outcome, okay? And stacking habits. So for example, brush your teeth, sit down, meditate, five minutes of stretching, go for 10 minute walk. Once you get down to like, I've brushed my teeth and done my five minutes of journaling or whatever it is, that you stack the habits in a way that it becomes easier to perform the next habit. And there's a really great book, Atomic Habits, strongly suggest it. And there's a lot in there on stacking habits. My last tip for you guys to build confidence, obviously don't make your to-do list too long. We want to make sure that it's realistic and attainable like I talked about, but add to your to-do list cold showers. And Logan and I recently, episode number 40, if you haven't listened to it, did a podcast on cold therapy. Awesome episode, go check it out. But we talked about on that podcast episode how cold showers increase your dopamine, okay? Your dopamine is your drive. It's your sense of reward when you actually accomplish something. And your dopamine is also your focus and concentration, okay? So cold showers and cold therapy is one of the best things to upregulate your dopamine receptors and your dopamine production, meaning it's going to help you to produce more dopamine and to actually utilize that dopamine effectively. And that is going to help your focus and drive and your pride and reward when you, that feeling of reward, when you actually achieve something, even if it's small. And so starting your day off with a cold shower, not only is it a habit and it's something that you've done for yourself and it's something that you've stuck to. So we get triple whammy. You're also upregulating the systems and the hormone function that is going to help you to stick to those goals and to feel confident. Okay. All right, you guys, I hope this was helpful. I kind of rambled a little bit. Sometimes I just get on here and brain dump, but I really wanted to talk about confidence because I think that for me, I start to lack confidence when I put too many things on my plate. I have so many things on my to-do list and then I get to the end of the day and I haven't done five of them and five of the things that I said I wanted to do. And then I feel like I failed. And then the negative talk creeps in. And then I wake up the next morning feeling anxious and like I haven't done enough. And then I'm not going to get it all done today because I didn't get it all done yesterday. <laughs> so when I'm in that space, it's a vicious cycle. And you keep stacking these to-do lists, and making them way too long. Stop it. Slow down. And so today I have on my to-do list, the must-dos. I put the must-dos on. I must do a podcast. 
this is important to me. This is valuable for you guys. And so it's important for me that I do this every single week and that you guys always have an episode every Friday at 8 a.m. I am non-negotiable on that. So I put that on my priority list. Answer all of my client messages. Make sure all of my clients are supported. That's on my must-do list, on my priority list. I put myself on my priority list. I made sure I got to the gym this morning and got some steps in and did some stretching and mobility, right? It's like, I do the things that are the most important. Am I going to work on a project for next week today when I need to pack for Mexico? No, I didn't put that on my to-do list because I know that it's probably not going to get done. And I need to do the priorities first so that I don't feel overwhelmed and that I don't cancel on myself or not do the things on my to-do list and then feel like I failed. That's really important. And in a world where it's constantly do more, sometimes we need to understand that doing less is more. You'll get more accomplished. You'll feel more confident in your ability to be successful. And that is going to propel you forward way faster and way further than overwhelming yourself and trying to do too many things at once. Does that make sense? All right, you guys, that's it for today. Peace, love, and personal growth. Thank you for tuning in. And I hope you have an amazing Friday. Thank you for tuning in to Your Vibrant Life Podcast. I had so much fun and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to catch your weekly dose of health and wellness. If you found value in this episode, the number one thing you can do to support the show is to share this episode with someone who could benefit or leave a review. If you'd like to find out more about the online programs and services available at Health Pillars, go to healthpillars.ca and click Let's Work Together to fill out an application. I'd love to help you create your vibrant life. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.